0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and Game Master, AJ. Uh, Before we jump into today's episode, uh, our second chapter of our Call of Cthulhu storyline, uh, I want to say a huge thank you to Alexa of the Dead Horse podcast uh, for joining me last week for our very first uh, interview bonus episode. Uh, I'm going to be talking to a few other podcasters and uh, members of the RPG community uh, in future for more interviews, Uh, so hopefully you all enjoyed listening to it. Uh, I can also announce that next week, our second bonus episode, is going to be our very first world-building uh, episode. Uh, I'm going to be joined by Eden, who you'll all recognise as Prontz from our D&D campaign, uh, the GM of our Shadowrun campaign, and as Barnard from this current Call of Cthulhu story. Uh, we'll be taking a look at the custom homebrew setting that we play our D&D stuff in, and uh, coming up with a few new things for it. Uh, it should be super fun, so tune in for that next Thursday. Uh, Okay, let's quickly recap what happened last episode. We met our protagonists, uh, Barnard Hardcastle, Alistair Fentworth and Madame Sway, as they were travelling to the seaside town of Twynham-on-Sea by train. Uh, They each had their own reasons for visiting the town, but all ultimately found their way uh, to get lodgings at Kendall's Boarding House, uh, an establishment near to the station run by a very proper old lady. Uh, Barnard made his way down to the local pub, later joined by Alistair, who had walked into the town to pick up tickets uh, for a performance of The Tempest, which an old family friend was set to star in. Uh, Madame Sway elected to remain at the boarding house and ponder what brought her to the town. Uh, eventually finishing their drinks, uh, Barnard and Alistair made their way back to the lodgings, uh, talking a little of their experiences during the war along the way. That's pretty much where we left off, uh, so without any further ado, let's begin today's episode. Enjoy. The morning arrives, flooding your rented rooms with sunlight, the cheap, rather thin curtains unable to hold back the dawn, and each of you awakens in your own fashion. You can hear a clock chiming somewhere in the building, and soon after, from downstairs, the sounds of Mrs. Kendall serving breakfast in the boarding house's small dining room. As each of you enter, you note a couple of other guests at the table, who seem to mostly be keeping themselves to themselves, eating quietly. And as you take a seat at the dining table yourself, a plate is quickly placed and then filled in front of you. It's nothing too extravagant, uh, sausages, beans, toast and such, but looks and smells pretty delicious. Mm, heart disease food. Yeah, but it's 1930s, so, you know. Don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, who wants another slicing of angina? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing what? I make my way
1: downstairs mm-hmm. and uh, sit down to uh, bacon and eggs. Okay. Yes?
0: Yeah. Yes? All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fair enough. It's, it's breakfast, what can I say? Answered and answered. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the two of you, are you uh, are you attending breakfast or are you off out early? Um,
2: no, um, my dance has already been up an hour Getting herself ready, right? Like um, she'll have her very nice everyday dress, her hair nicely tied back into a nice bun, um, with her things ready for her day, and she'll make her way downstairs for breakfast.
0: Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, as you as you get downstairs, a couple of men you don't recognise at the table. Mrs Kendall's bustling around, and you see Alistair there as well, um, who you met the the previous evening. Um, to be tucking into nice uh,
3: breakfast. Okay, Barnard's going to come downstairs, but he'd like to take a plate, so I'd, I'd, can I have a chat with the whoever's serving this stuff and yes. ask if I'm okay to take this back to the room?
0: Uh, yeah, it's the same uh, lady from the previous evening, Mrs. Kendall. She uh, she frowns a bit. You get the feeling that she's not particularly happy about food leaving the dining room, um, but she doesn't really argue with you about it. And um, <laughs> Okay. Yeah, she... Well, if you you must, uh, Mr. Hardcastle, but um, I do prefer table manners be observed in my
3: my establishment. uh, Having paid for your service, I'm not sure you've paid for my manners. And uh, with that, he takes the plate up to his room and uh, quietly kind of pulls the scarf down and eats by himself.
0: Um, all right then. So, you're quietly eating upstairs. The two of you eating downstairs. I, t- I think we could probably gloss over breakfast, and unless there's any conversation you guys want to be having while you, before you, because I'm, you know, presuming you're you're each going to be going off doing your own thing afterwards. I would, I would assume. Nud. Po- mm-hmm. Possibly yes. Okay. Uh, all right. So, well, let's skim over breakfast then. It's not. We don't need to get too granular on that, um, but it's the most important meal of the day. It is, yeah. You don't want to interrupt it with talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just a, it's yeah it's it's simple food, but it's good food, and you you find yourselves uh, well uh, well prepared for the day. Let's begin with Madame Sway. So you polish off your breakfast, uh, gather up your things, and the day is yours. Uh, what would you like to do?
2: Um, so I is going to head to the theatre, sorry. She's going to head to the theatre and see if she can... Head to the theatre? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. To see if she can talk to the director of the theatre.
0: Okay, so uh, leaving the boarding house and heading out into the crisp morning air, uh, you find it a little easier to take stock of your surroundings than in the darkness of your, your one brief visit outside for a cigarette the previous evening. It's, uh, it's still a little bit misty, um, but nothing like the soupy fog that was hanging around before, and you fairly easily find your way to the town's main high street. At the far end, uh, the high street seems to terminate in a tall pair of black wrought-iron gates, uh, which look to lead into the graveyard of the town's church, uh, which, looking around, you see is easily the tallest structure in the area. Uh, About halfway along the high street, however, you stop in front of your destination, a theatre with a, uh, a wide frontage and a large painted sign proclaiming it the Regency. Uh, briefly trying the closed front doors, uh, you find them locked. Uh, but after a quick look around, you spot a narrow alleyway heading up the side of the theatre building, and a short distance along that, a small door which you would guess to be the stage door, which appears to have been left slightly ajar.
2: And Sway so is going to walk up to the door, knock on it politely, and call out before slipping inside and to see if she can find someone. If her calls aren't answered,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, the, the, no, nobody seems to answer the. Um, you, you wait for a good sort of, how, well, it's up to you how long do you wait?
2: A <laughs> of thirty seconds, maybe.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you're not like knocking and going, oh, nobody <laughs> knocking and yeah, <your> is <laughs> no, no, still reverbing and yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that the, nobody aren't nobody seems to answer in the thirty seconds, even though the door is ajar, so you kind of um, you can easily make your way inside. It does seem to be fairly deserted, although there are some um, soft electric lights on. You can see, sort of looking around, you, you, you're kind of in the backstage area a little bit. Um, it's quite cramped back here. There's a, a series of sort of small doors along one side, which you would guess are sort of dressing rooms. Um, a little ways along, there is a, a, a set of stairs heading um, up, and from up there, you can hear some sounds of movement.
2: She's going to walk towards the dressing rooms first. Okay. And knock on the door there.
0: There doesn't appear to be any answer on the dressing rooms at this point. It's still fairly early on in the day, by the way, as well. Mm. That's the...
2: Oh, yeah, I suppose it's like 6.30, didn't you say?
0: Yeah, so I mean with breakfast <laughs> and the walk, it's it's maybe let, let's just say for argument's sake let's say it's, it's coming up to half past seven by the time you've you've got to here.
2: Okay. Um, she is going to take out the letter that she has written for the director asking for employment mm-hmm. and just leave it on the in the dressing table
0: okay just in, in the, the dressing, in the dressing room.
2: room yeah in the dressing room okay. and hope and if no one if she doesn't hear a reply she'll come back again later right and then leave
0: okay um have you have you left sort of a forwarding address on it
2: <laughs> yeah she's written the um boarding house address on the back of the letter
0: okay do you want to give us a general sort of gist of what it says in the letter or is this so? A...
2: so in the letter she's basically applying herself as an actress and dancer and performer for from Glasgow and Ayrshire by the number of her references from other uh, party groups and hopefully she will hear back.
0: okay so yeah, leave it, leaving it behind. and you can still hear the sort of sounds of movement from up the top of the stairs and sort of creaking of some floorboards above you. But um, yeah, this this is uh, you know you, hopefully someone will find your letter and um, and get back to you. Uh, so are you leaving the theatre at this point? Or
2: yeah, she'll she won't venture any further. It's a bit too rude and a bit early for her to scare some poor little sod. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, herself just, I'm, I'm... <laughs> really. Or herself really.
0: <laughs> a bit early in the day for like creeping creeping around the backstage of the theater.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yes it is.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you step back out onto the onto the street. Um what would you like to do?
2: She would like to have a look around the site So I think she'll walk around the town. Um just meandering down the streets. Okay. To get a feel for the place.
0: Uh, alright, so let, let's say we start uh, just sort of making our way along the high street a bit, you can see sort of left and right there's, there's a few shop frontages in that, um, a, f- a fair few of the buildings do look to just be kind of, sort of a little bit residential though uh, near to the theatre, um, kind of from the way you came there is a sort of large you, you would guess it's it's kind of like a town hall but it's kind of a um, it's sort of a, a brick building with two two floors and a sloping roof with a kind of small little bell tower on the top. Um doesn't I mean it it's it's just a sort of small building really. Um mm. there is a, a large brick library, fairly close to the theatre itself again, uh which seems to be there's signs of life inside, but it doesn't appear to be open yet. Um continue along the road, uh you come to a Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere Costa. these. They're everywhere these days.
2: Well, no, <laughs> Even in
0: the past. <laughs> no. uh, you come to the church gates, uh, which I previously mentioned, and uh, get a, a bit of a better view into the into the graveyard. Uh, they, they appear to be unlocked, but through it you can see a uh, a wide um, paved uh, pathway leads to the front door of a, a quite tall church. Which it's got a sort of a, it's got a clock tower. It's got quite a long uh, hall. No, nay, What's the name of it? Nave. Uh, Nave. Yeah, yeah. It's a big church. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that again, you, the, the gates are open if you wanted to to go in. There, it's, it's surrounded by a fairly large graveyard. Um, some of the stones in there do look fairly fresh. Um, not like they've been put up overnight <laughs> creepily or anything. I just mean like in the last ten. 15 freshly years. dug. Yeah,
2: freshly dug.
0: Yeah, it's um. Recent. Yeah, some recently filled graves. If you wanted to continue through the graveyard, that's a way to go, or it's it's up to you. There's sort of there's there's other places to explore through here.
2: Hmm. I think she'll wander around the great the the churchyard and have a look at the the gravesides and yeah, just pop have a think to herself about where her life's going. and Okay. What she's doing in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> all, all the way right. from air, she's travelled all the way from air to be in the middle of nowhere on a recommendation of a from a friend. What, what? has she done?
0: <laughs> okay, uh, are you looking at the gravestones themselves, or are you just sort of just just sort of making your way through and sort of idly looking, or?
2: I'll have a look at the most recent ones.
0: Most recent ones, okay.
2: Yeah, just to have a. It's all like, right. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah there, there's, there's the most recent ones do appear to be um, at least going by the, the dates on the headstone they do appear to be they, they seem to be a, of one of two different categories you could put them in there's a few kind of new ones that seem to be mostly elderly people based on the, the dates which don't seem to be out of place at all or anything but off to one side there's I wouldn't say it's a large amount, but there's there's a there's a few there that all um, the the dates on them there's a, a variety, but the, the ages are a little they, they they kind of vary, but none of them seem to be particularly old, and all of the gravestones themselves seem to be all of a, a very similar sort of size and sort of style, and they're all quite sort of it, it's nothing too ostentatious about the uh, the gravestone style it's all it's almost like well we've got to put up a gravestone this is like we'll go for the bare minimum mhm
2: sort of it's, it's like a yeah it's like a council grave basically
0: yeah yeah kind of like that yeah <laughs> if
2: you're lucky if you're lucky
0: <laughs> and they those are all in the last couple of years none of them seem to have any kind of like you know you, know, you occasionally see a grave that's got like a you know, served in served his country yeah. in the war. And that, and there are a few of those around here, although they've obviously been there for about 15 years or so now. It, you know, it's, it's about 15 years since the end of what the First World War. Or the Great War, because it's 1932, they, <laughs> they yeah. wouldn't have a second one. Um, is, there,
2: is there any pattern to the name at all? Is there any, like, high concentration that seem, seem unusual?
0: Um, Let's do a skill check on this,
2: <laughs> Ooh. because we well, we haven't had many of
0: them. Um, no. Hmm. What would this be? Okay. So, make a history check for me. So this is D one hundred. Got to get under forty. Forty six. Uh it's just narrowly a oh. um, just narrowly a, a failure on that one. But I uh, still a failure. I'm afraid. Um, no. You can't really pick out any pattern. It, they just kind of stand out as being fairly recent, really.
2: Curious.
0: And th- they all share the same sort of basic sort of like you know absolute minimum sort of style. There's no mm. ornamentation on them at all.
2: Poor sods.
0: But as far as you can tell, there's no real connection in names or anything like that. Okay, so continuing your walk around the uh, the graveyard a little bit.
2: Yeah, I'm just going to go into the church and...
0: Into the church, okay. Yeah, we'll just
2: go into the church and...
0: Okay, Uh, so walking in through uh, a big pair of of carved wooden doors, uh, you're struck immediately by just how large it all appears inside. Uh, Lights streaming in from above uh, through stained glass windows. Uh, In the background, you can hear an organ playing uh, kind of aimlessly. Um, there's a few people spread around, sort of sat in the pews, keeping themselves themselves, really. But um, yeah, there's uh, there's currently no one up in the pulpit either. There's no priest, no uh, no vicar or anything like that. So yeah, it's 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 a yeah, it's a, it's a fairly large for for such a small town. It's it's quite a large sort of ostentatious church.
2: she's going to just take a seat and just enjoy the quiet solitude
3: for a bit.
0: Okay. We'll come back to you then in a bit, I think, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go with Alistair next. Okay. So you finished your breakfast. Indeed. What would you like to do? Uh, finishing breakfast,
1: I go back up to my uh, room mm-hmm. to fetch my coat. And I put the coat on, making sure that uh, my trowel is with me.
0: Your trowel? Okay.
1: Alistair carries a trowel wherever he goes.
0: You can never be too careful. <laughs> You never, you never know when you might need one. Exactly.
2: All good archaeologists do, speaking, exactly. as, an ar- speaking as an archaeologist. Well, there you go. <laughs> yes,
1: Alistair's mother actually um, got him into archaeology, and it's her trowel that he carries with him. Aww. The lucky trowel. The lucky trowel, yes. Uh, so taking the trowel, he leaves the lodgings, mm-hmm. uh, saying uh, goodbye to Mrs. Kendall on the way out. She, uh, yeah. Have a good day, sir. Uh, thank you very much. And you. And um, it's very, I'm doing this very posh, aren't I? Yeah, it's fine. No, it, no. Yeah, it works. It yeah. works. <laughs> um, so, leaving the lodgings, he decides to go for a walk along the seafront.
0: Okay. So, yeah, you, you're a little bit more familiar with this town than um, the others. Um, it's a little bit of a walk from where you are. You you cross over a uh, a bridge uh, over a river. Making your way up to the cliff tops, on your on your left as you as you're heading to the, the cliffs, you see a a long road stretching towards. Um, again, in the far distance, you can see some gates, and a a, a large high, fence, but that's not the way you're going. So, you find yourself eventually on the on the cliff top, and um, it's quite a windy day. See the the surf uh, breaking, and that and. Uh, Looking around, it's it's fairly solitary up here. There's not too many people about. Hmm. But, uh, yes, you you feel the wind in your hair. And uh, a bit of a stiff sea breeze.
1: Hmm. (coughs)
0: Okay. And yet you're alone with your thoughts. Alone with the thoughts, yes.
1: Okay, so I'm up on the cliffs. Um, Mm -hmm. I... Okay, Alistair takes in the, the, the view, what little you can see of it looking
0: around you 've got a, quite a sort of expansive view of the the coastline um, to your right the, sort of the bay kind of stretches round in a in a curve um, in the far distance. you can see a couple of ships in the far far distance, um, none of them seem to be heading near to twenty one sea as you look to your left, there is you get your your first kind of real glimpse of the um, the the large headland, which is sort of looks over the uh, what you know to be the harbour area, the large sort of harbour area um, of the town, and that you would know that this headland is mostly fenced off. It's part of um, you don't know the name of it, but you remember from when you were younger that there's a quite a large manor house and estate. On the on the grounds near the headland, sort of, again o- overlooking the harbour. Um, you, you you get your first glimpse of this headland. It's quite imposing, sort of at the end of the uh, the end of the, the the particular set of cliffs that you are on. Hmm. And you know, if you continue in that direction, you will eventually hit a a fence blocking your way. Hmm.
1: I okay. So Alistair looks intently towards the manhouse mm-hmm. wondering who the occupants were. Obviously, he never knew. You just knew the place was there. Um, do I notice um, anything particularly odd about it? Like, is it run down, broken into? Is it pristine it, compared to the It's other still a fair
0: distance away. It, it doesn't look. It's not broken down at all. It's not. Um, it's not run down. Um, right. As far as you can tell from this distance, it could be occupied, but you, you don't know.
1: Okay. Is there anyone else walking? Around the cliffs with in as well, is or is it just me?
0: Um You can't see anybody up here at at the moment. Okay. There goes that option. Yeah. Asking
1: somebody about the house. Hey, what's the deal with that house? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I talk modern in the thirties, yeah. Um Okay, I I walk a bit a little bit further along to get closer to the manor house. Right, okay. Uh, Not right up to the gate, but closer close enough to see more detail about the place
0: hmm okay so yeah as as you get closer it's you can you get to a, a better look at the house um, It sort of sits in the shadow of this large headland um, it's still a fair distance away from where you are, um, but you kind of as you say, you get kind of as close as you can really without without being like fully up against the gate um, it's fairly large sort of. A brick building looks like it's been there a while. I mean, its placement alone is sort of—it's very much sort of in. You would guess it gets a lot of sort of sea sea air from where it is, so it's it's kind of a bit exposed to the elements of it being mm. where it is. Um, the The grounds around it don't appear to be overgrown, really. Um, so that would maybe be a clue that it's still occupied. Um, it being the morning, there there's no there's no lights on or anything like that. Um, so that, that yeah I mean it's, there's no signs of movement for what you can see but uh, there's signs that it could possibly still be inhabited right. the gates are closed you can see them from where you are Right. okay Um.
1: But that, that sort of settles my curiosity for the time being so I'm going to turn the opposite direction and walk back towards The town, but a bit closer to the water. Just following, kind of following the river. Following the river, yeah. Rather than taking the pathways around it,
0: yeah. There's there's pathways along it, and there's a couple of little um, sort of fishing huts along there, or on the on both sides of the river, really. But there's a you know one or two on the side that you're at. Okay. And uh, yeah, you can make your way back to the the bridge that you crossed over if you would like. Yes, I shall make my way to the bridge. Are you heading back to town then, or are you just sort of at, are you just going for a bit of a constitutional...
1: Um, no, just going out for a leisurely walk. Taking in the air. Taking in the air, taking the sights, seeing what else has changed, and it's. this is probably the first time Alistair's been out of London in quite a while. So it's a good change of
0: scenery for him.
1: Yeah, he lives, he, he lives in South London, and it's usually quite a bustling metropolis, even in the suburbs around the city, so this is just a nice break to be somewhere a bit more simple. Hmm. Simplistic, and not, a, not a central hub of a bit less smoggy as well. Less smog, less people, less vehicles driving around.
0: Okay, so you haven't got a general destination in um, in mind then for your walk. You know? No, just
1: taking the kind of scenic route and then working my way back into the centre of the town.
0: Yeah. Okay. So not really looking for anything in particular.
1: Not at this stage, no. No. Okay. No.
0: All right. Is it? Is it? Uh, is the weather still just windy? Any- it's windy. It's kind of cloudy. It's. It's not like. It's not like ominous storm clouds or anything. It's just kind of generally sort of a bit of a nasty grey day. Really. Right. So no. Not o- raining. Nothing. It's just kind of like. You're like oh, this is this is October November weather. Um, we will go over to uh, Barnard then.
3: Um, okay, so Barnard is going to head downstairs, returning his plate, which is mm-hmm. uh, cleared give it to the lady behind the desk and uh, wander out the front door out to uh, see if he can find any hackney carriages any uh, any form of transport he can jump on nearby
0: okay um, there's a couple of cars going around you don't you don't see um, any of the attack the there was only a couple of taxis at the um, at the station the previous night anyway so you would guess that maybe that was the full extent of the uh, twin1c <laughs> taxi contingent. But, uh, yeah, you you don't really see any. It might be a case of walking back up to the station and getting one from there if you wanted one.
3: Okay. Uh, Well, seeing nothing outside, I'm going to pop back into the lodgings again real quickly and have a quick word with the lady at the desk and uh, ask, Um, I I require transport to the sanitarium. Do you you know a number, perhaps? Is there there a service we can call? Oh, no.
0: um, No, I don't think... uh... I don't think there's anyone we can call for uh for transportation if you if you wanted a taxi um uh your best bet is to to head back to the train station i would think
3: noted with that he gives her a little nod and heads back out the door again right and uh heads towards the train station
0: okay it's actually not too far of a walk really uh in daylight you probably didn't need to take a cab the previous evening but you didn't know where you were going so that's fine um, sort of retracing the steps of the cab, I presume you were sort of, were you keeping enough of an eye out of the window when you were...
3: Oh, yes, was uh, he was sat, sat staring out the window as mm-hmm. they travelled. Okay.
0: Yeah, it, it's not too big of a deal for you to, um, define find your way to the station. Um, about five minutes walk gets you there. And, um, there's only one cab waiting there at the moment, um... The, uh, the it it is is not the one that you got the previous night. Um, the uh, the driver is leaning on it, uh, reading a newspaper.
3: Okay, uh, wander over to him then and uh, draw his attention. Um,
0: oh, m- morning, gov.
3: Morning. I need to uh, travel to the sanitarium.
0: To the sanitarium? Oh yes, yeah, a popular destination these days. Uh, hop
3: in. as he gets into the car, um, Barnard says to him. Popular? Well, what do you mean, popular?
0: Well, uh, a lot of folks coming from out of town to get, uh, well, to get seen to up there. Uh, tell you the truth, most of them want to head straight there from the station, so uh, that's, that's where we normally park up.
3: I see, I, I, I mistook your tone there. Popular made it sound as though there was some kind of entertainment taking place. And, I don't know, <laughs> you gave me pause for thought.
0: Well, I suppose uh, one man's definition of entertainment might vary from another.
3: <laughs> Nothing that takes place in a sanitarium is entertaining, my friend. And with that, he kind of just stares at him like, through the wind, uh, like, you know, the, the mirror and everything. He, he sort of catches his eye and yeah. has a very intense look about him as he says that.
0: Just w- walking around staring at people hard is, is what I'm getting from your character so far.
3: Oh, yeah, he's an intense <laughs> man. <laughs>
0: Okay. Yeah, the, he, the guy seems to get the point, and he uh, he doesn't really not really say much else after that.
3: Okay. Well, we'll just keep quiet until we get there. No, yeah.
0: yeah. It's a it's a short drive to the sanitarium. Um, kind of heading out of the main part of town. Um, still a few buildings around on the way. It's not like you you're leaving town. Um, but it's very much on the outskirts. Uh, as he pulls up, he drops you off at the main entrance gate, and you get your first look. At the Fairmile Sanitarium. Uh, before you, uh, along a gravel driveway, you see a rather imposing two story brick building with a tall, steep roof. It's fairly long, uh, stretching away from you for several hundred metres, and uh, the grounds around you seem to be fairly expansive. Um, but looking left and right, you can see that the whole place is ringed by a sturdy looking iron fence about 10 to 15 feet high. Parked outside the building's main entrance are a pair of vehicles, uh, each bearing a red cross symbol on the side and uh, you would surmise that these are the closest this place has to ambulances. It uh, it doesn't appear deserted around here however. Uh, in the distance you can see a groundsman at work uh, on the far side of the front lawn and looking closely on the upper floor you can just about spot movement through some of the windows.
3: Okay, well, I'll just head straight into the main entrance then. And uh, whoever's at the desk, I'll give the old tap on the ground with the cane and announce myself with the uh, good morning. Uh,
0: behind the desk is uh, a male orderly. It says, uh, "Oh, good morning, sir. Welcome to the uh, the sanitarium. What well, well, can I uh, help you with
3: today?" Um, I'm here to visit one of your patients, uh, a man by the name of Jenkins.
0: He pulls open a uh, a large um sort of again, another kind of ledger that does remind you of the the one at the um the boarding house. And he uh sort of takes him a minute or two to go through. So Jenkins, Jenkins. Oh here we are. Roger Jenkins, is that it? That's the man. Right, yeah, he's he's in ward three. Uh, this uh I can't leave my post, but if you you head down um, down this corridor to the end, upstairs and uh, it's uh, it should uh, the, the, that should get you there.
3: I appreciate the assistance and with that he gives him still fixed eyes on him gives him a little kind of nod with the eyes fixed all the way and then mm-hmm. heads off down the corridor right
0: okay um, So yeah I mean the directions are, are fine and as you make your way into the um, upstairs and into the the ward, um, you can see it's it's a very it's quite a long room, and beds lining the sides, and it it seems to be fairly full of people in various various states. Let's put it that way. I mean, just glancing around, there's people with a variety of different injuries. Some of them, some of them don't appear to be outwardly injured at all. Some of them are bandaged in different ways. Um, quite a few seem to have bandages around their midsections um you not really being a medical man you couldn't really uh sort of you couldn't fathom what that might mean but um it just does seem it's is a pattern that you notice immediately um, a little ways along you eventually spot jenkins uh lying in a bed
3: um at the sight of jenkins uh, Barnard walks forwards with a, a slight lightness starting to creep over his face for the very first time. Um, heads over and announces himself Jenkins, Jenkins, it's been some time. Oh, that, that, that you are, Castle. Yes. And uh, as he approaches the bed, he kind of takes off his hat and uh, holds it in hand. So, so, how are you doing, old boy?
0: Oh, well, you, you know how it goes. <laughs> uh, still there. Uh... Still keeping it all together for for now.
3: <laughs> yeah. So yes, I, I, I received your letter and the unfortunate news of the uh, the turn of your condition. Um, I'm very sorry to hear that the time is short.
0: Well, you never, you never know. I mean, that's that's why I'm here. You know, they 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 say the doc here does uh, he works miracles. <laughs> we yes. can, uh, hopefully, uh, they could Hopefully, hopefully uh, sort me out finally. you this is, uh, well, it's the old wound.
3: Ah, uh, so yes, uh, One who survived back back when we charged. Yeah, and, that's, uh,
0: the, I, that's the one. Yep.
3: Is there kind of like a little, is there a chair I could possibly join him, sit next to the bed and I'm just trying to paint the picture in my mind of like, yep. walk over to the bed, want to sit down with him and kind of like lean over and enjoy this conversation.
0: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, definitely there's, there's, a, there's a chair you can pull up next to it.
3: Cool. So, um, yes, uh, obviously I would I'd still suffer with my condition and he kind of pulls the scarf down a little bit to show Jenkins what's going on with his face. And it's,
0: oh, yeah. N- nasty that, wouldn't it? Well, <laughs> at least you're up and walking. More more you can say for me.
3: Yes, I, I count blessings. Um, and with that, he kind of smiles a little bit and kind of catches Jenkins' eye again and says, Well, I've brought a little something to perhaps help us pass the time and do you remember those cigarette cards you used to collect back in the day
0: oh yeah I had uh, lots of them
3: <laughs> and uh, he re- uh, Barnard reaches into his pocket and pulls out a small deck probably about 30 or 40 of these things and uh, reaches them out in front of him and starts flicking through and says I've brought my collection through I know you're a big fan of these are uh, the train collection I've got the flying scotsman here and starts going through them and reading off these things while the guys kind of have
0: a little look in oh i haven't seen it i've got i had a few of these uh this series but oh i've never seen this one before <laughs> when did you get this one
3: i've i've been indulging the habit i must say do you still can you still do you are you able to get out of here and enjoy a little uh, puff from time to time oh uh, it's, it's it's tight you got you,
0: you know sometimes uh gotta convince the nurses <laughs> Got. To, Play it a bit sweet sometimes, you know, get him to, to give me a bit of uh, bit of freedom. <laughs> okay.
3: uh, hearing this, uh, Bonnard smiles and says, I just so happen, and he reaches into his breast pocket, and pulls out two cigars <laughs> to have these with me. Now, old friend, what do you say to uh, you know, take a little load off, pop outside, catch a little bit of that uh, healing seer?
0: Uh, Jenkins's eyes kind of light up at the sight of the cigars and he sort of he smiles a little bit conspiratorially and go well well uh let's see if we can get yeah I, I'd like that very much um uh hang on let's uh let's have a look around here and you can see him looking around and um sort of trying to gauge which of the nurses is um probably the most amenable <laughs> to um to granting him a, a bit of a, a bit of a a jaunt out for the day um he, he sort of wa he, he finally goes oh right yeah 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 this this might work he waves over one of the nurses it's, uh oh excuse me nurse um my uh, my friend uh, my friend's here visiting me she um she kind of gives you a bit of a a little bit of a withering look um
3: as, as she looks over, Bernard pulls his scarf back up over his face a little bit, not wanting to be seen quite as clearly by her. Okay.
0: Um, uh, Jenkins continues. He's, he's he's only down for, well, how long you're here for?
3: I was planning around a week. Maybe I'd, I'd come back a couple of times. We can catch up a little bit more. Maybe we'll see how we go today. See, I don't want to t- wear you out. You're here to rest and everything, but... Yes, uh,
0: around a week, and then I should expect I'll be heading back home. Well, yeah, as, as you say, as he's only here for a week, so um, he we were really hoping we could go uh, we could just go out and uh, go outside for a bit, you know, taking uh, taking some of the sea breeze, and all that. I know I've been it's it's I've been cooped up in here all week. Uh, you you think that'd be all right? She uh, again, kind of just sort of takes in the. Uh, T- takes in your look, uh, Barnard, just to sort of um, kind of gauge what sort what she thinks <laughs> from your look. Your your kind of um, <laughs> what kind of a kind of a friend you might be, or you know what I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm. She looks and she she pulls um, the the chart off the end of his bed and says, "Well, you do have your procedure in the morning, so it would have to be a brief
3: trip out. I'll not keep him long. Rest assured."
0: So long as you can vouch for getting him back, um, only for an hour or so.
3: Yes, yes. We just wanted a little walk out, grab some of that air. Uh...
0: Okay, all right. Um, I will. Uh, I'll go get you a wheelchair, but you you must bring him back. He's got um got a very important procedure tomorrow.
3: Yes, rest assured. Yeah,
0: she um she disappears for a minute or so, comes back with a um, it's was well, a, a nineteen thirty two style wheelchair. <laughs> um. <laughs> Jenkins seems very happy to being able to um, to leave his bed. For you gather from what he'd said that it's um, it's been some time he's been kind of laid up in here. Um, also from his letter that he sent you as well, he's been here for a little while. Um, okay. So yeah, having you you essentially are signing him out for a little bit, and um, you uh, you make your way out of the gates of the sanitarium.
3: Okay. So uh, as soon as we're out of the gate, uh, I'm going to lean in and sort of chuckle to him and be like, oh, it's just like the old days, they're getting away from the bags for a couple of hours.
0: <laughs> yeah, it brings it back.
3: Ah, uh, wow. Well, let, let's not make... Uh, let's not dawdle on this smoke. And he passes the cigar over to him and uh, pulls a lighter out of his pocket, a small Zippo-style lighter and lights up Jenkins' cigar for him. I'm going to spark <laughs> up his smoke and then... Uh, Spark up, but I'd smoke, smoke as well and uh, take a, a big oh. deep off.
0: Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, these, are oh, yes. these are good, aren't they?
3: Ah, yes. Very, very smooth.
0: Yes, I, I haven't had anything quite like this in some time, as you know. A bit, a bit um... A bit, um... bit, uh... Well, under the weather.
3: Hmm, yes. Uh, how, how exactly do you feel these days, friend? I mean... It, I appreciate that it's an, it's the wounds that you got from charge, and I remember dragging you back across the field after I'd finished that melee, and you were in an awful state. I, I I'm sorry to see you in such a terrible state now, quite frankly. And
0: well, tell, uh, t- not not a great deal better, really. Um, as you know, I did the best on the day, um, and uh, of course I'll I'll never forget you dragging me back. <laughs> after all that um,
3: um, I don't think anyone forgets those days I believe they haunt the minds of us all And how do you sleep my friend these, I tend to struggle these days I, I, I look in the mirror and I see the state of myself and I think what what have I done to deserve this what did any of us do to deserve it
0: well quite yeah so, uh, sleep does come uh, with uh, with some difficulty that's, uh, that's Leave it at that. Um, not helped by the pain, of course, but... Um, yes, as I said, this doctor they've got here, uh, Dr. Quarterly, he's, uh, he's he's supposed to be very good. Um, I'm hoping uh, hoping his work will uh, pay off on me this
3: one time. Quarterly, you say? What's his specialisation?
0: It's... Um, well, it's, uh, I, I hadn't heard of it before, but he's... He's got apparently some some rather rather out there theories about bacteria or something causing uh causing all of the maladies and um Yeah, so well it's uh yeah, i d I'm not quite sure what to make of it, but as you know I'm not really <laughs> not got a medical mind.
3: No, likewise my friend does fighting men tend not to. And he gives him a little kind of knock on the arm.
0: Uh, oh <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, let's uh, let's enjoy these cigars and perhaps take in the view. Uh, let's see how far... I'm, I'm just going to have a quick look at the map. Yeah, Slide. no, you
0: can't... <laughs> uh, let's say you've gone down to the river. Um, it's the closest... Uh, sort of the closest okay. thing to where you are. Um,
3: That's what I was going to suggest. Yeah. So, uh, um, we'll just take a little seat down by the river mm. and uh, smoke our cigars. And as we're smoking them, I'm going to ask, so uh, the other men in that unit with you, what kind of things are they in for are they all uh, like you and i
0: well no not really that's that's why I, this uh this quarterly's uh treatment seems a uh, a little uh, a little out of the ordinary really these people seem to be in for all sorts um invariably the treatment seems to be very similar as as far as I can tell
3: what From- kind of techniques have you known him to uh to apply have you what have you experienced yourself?
0: well, it's obviously all a little bit a um, little bit uh, behind closed doors but as far as I can tell there's something about removing the cause of the infection um, as I say I've got a procedure tomorrow which um, apparently going to be taking out uh, taking out a, a little of this a little of that and uh, it should hopefully uh, tidy it all up um, some of the people in um, in there though, as you say, they're you, could, you couldn't see them that being injured it, it's um it's all all, of, uh, all, all sorts of different uh, things some of them I just could do with a good brandy I'm sure you know but uh, here <laughs> they are
3: well could we all yes I know I could um and with that I'm kind of I, I don't really have much more to say aside from that like these guys can enjoy their cigar mm. enjoy their time by the river and and uh, once they've finished wander back up to the sanitarium where I will bid Jenkins a good day and uh, tell him that I'll probably be back in a day or two to uh, check on him and find out how his treatment's gone.
0: Well yes that'd be be good to check in on me hopefully I'll uh, be well this'll this'll be some improvement.
3: And with that um, Barnard will get up and wander out and Get a, he will wander down the road. I'm not going to take the taxi. I'm going to walk down the road, and if you're there's to anything back. to yeah, okay. yeah, if there's anything to tell at that point, then tell. But otherwise, we can pass on to somebody else, and I'll go back to lodgings.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you you sort of you see Jenkins back to his ward and um, wander down the road again. It's you know, it's sort of a, a cloudy day, so it's not particularly uh, it's not particularly warm at all or anything. But you you know you've got your coat and your um, your scarf and everything, so you, you're wrapped up and uh yeah you you make your way back into town it's about a 10-15 minute walk and eventually find your way back to the lodgings let's return to Madame sway in the church then so you were sitting quietly in a pew um were you praying or were you you you're just sort of contemplating
2: i was con. i was she was sort of contemplating the the beauty of the, the little church and she was possibly looking to see if the, the priest or the vicar was nearby
0: okay uh, th- there's no priest up on the pulpit at the moment um, looking around there's a, there's a couple of people sort of in the pews you would guess maybe that there's there's going to be some kind of morning service um, at some point uh, has Madam swig got a watch has she got um, is she just sort of going by the church clock
2: no she'd be going by the church clock she okay. would have a watch
0: it's coming up for about ten o'clock, so you you would think maybe there's a ten a.m. service. Although, as I say, there's no real sign of any any priest or a verger or anyone coming out, which you, you would think is a little odd. In the row in front of you, your your eyes drawn to uh, a younger girl. You put her about seventeen, who sort of head bowed in prayer. It seems you, you sort of get a, a sort of slight side look on her, and she, she does appear to be have been crying, um, but it's sort of. Muttering a little bit under her breath in in prayer and that.
2: Seeing that I've noticed that she's been crying and she, she <clears throat> does she look like a lo- she's a local. I'm Sway's going to assume.
0: Yeah, um, you you so would, she, yeah. I mean, without asking, <laughs> we're knowing, really, but yeah, yeah. She, yeah.
2: Um, she'll probably know about the priest a lot more, so she, she's going to move pews and sit not directly next to her, but like. At the end of the pew, and then quietly inquire um, if there's a morning service this morning.
0: Uh, the girl kind of starts a little bit, sort of um, like you caught it—not not caught it by surprise, but you know, she wasn't expecting to be sort of um, disturbed. So, oh, oh, yes, uh, uh, sorry, I didn't didn't see you there. Um, Father William should be along soon, hopefully.
2: Oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to frighten you, my dear. Are you all right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'll be all right.
2: Oh, I hope that that wasn't me that did that to you, Pet.
0: Oh no, no, um, uh, it's uh, it's not, it's not been a great week.
2: Uh not for me either. I've had a long journey. Me, it'd be nice to have a word with the with the chaplain,
0: though. Yes, uh, I um, I want to, I want to speak to him as well, but um. At this point, actually, you do hear sort of um, some quite hurried footsteps echoing down from the back of the church. And looking around, you can see a man. He's he's not coming down down the main aisle. He's sort of going across the back, wearing priestly robes. Um, but he actually appears to be leading a policeman, and that they seem to be in a, in a hurry. They're, they're heading uh against like I said kind of across the church you can see there's a there's a door to one side which you would guess would maybe lead to some sort of I don't know, private area uh, sort of office or priest's quarters <laughs> um, trying to think of the, the name for it sort of rectory, yeah, an yeah, yeah. Um, that's what you would guess anyway I mean it was your first time mm-hmm. in this church um, but yeah they, they do appear to be in a bit of a hurry. The, the girl looks around as well and um, she uh, she spots the uh, the priest leading the policeman she says oh uh, that's Father Williams there with uh, with uh, well it looks like Constable Peterson maybe you can speak to him before the service if you if you really needed to
2: A uh, Constable lovely um I'm not quite sure what to do. Actually, mm. yeah, no, it's totally <laughs> up to you. You can, you can
0: you can stay, you can wait, or you can you can you can follow the priest. You can. It is is completely up to you.
2: No, I, I'm more sways and more in my mind is like, ah, constable. That means trouble. I don't really want to be involved with trouble. <laughs> Why is there a constable in the church of all places? That's
0: a very good question.
2: Hmm, mm. a little unnerved, but a little curious at the same time. You wouldn't know why the constables here, well, little Dove.
0: No, I mean that there's been some been some trouble re- recently in in town. I people going missing. I but I, I don't think it'd be anything to do with that. Not in the church. No.
2: Missing? You say? Who? What kind of fault?
0: All sorts. Uh, my my neighbour's boy was uh, out fishing in the in the harbour. He um they never they'd never found him few folks have not been seen for a little while.
2: What do you mean, a little while?
0: Well, over a
2: day, a week.
0: Well, you, you never know. They, they may just have gone, gone away for a, for a trip or something, and not told anyone. But um, some of them didn't seem the sort. Mrs. Green's brother went missing as well, and uh, the, there's talk of others, but um, I, I don't, I don't really know anymore. I don't, I don't know anything about it. My mum oh. says to stay in when I can.
2: Oh, it was a terrible thing to happen. And I heard such good things about the the theatre and the, the sea air and the healing. It, oh, my nerves. Oh, dear.
0: Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a little bit scary. My mum isn't, uh, isn't happy about it at all.
2: Well, I'll maybe see you later, Pet. I'll maybe see if the constable's done with the priest for now an and I'm, she's going to Bid her a good day
0: and walk in the direction towards where the priest was. Okay. The uh, the okay. girl sort of uh, she nods goodbye to you. Um, so you you follow where you saw the the priest and the policeman going. Uh, they they've left the door to the um, sort of side area ajar, so you can go in there if you'd like. Uh, that seems to be one of the only ways off of this um this main mm-hmm. sort of hall of the church. Uh, can
2: she just linger in the doorway um just out of sight just to see if she can hear anything else
0: sure um i mean you you, you quickly get the impression that this is leading to a corridor mm-hmm. uh, you can hear you can hear some muffled sounds inside uh of talking, but you can't make out what they're saying from that it doesn't the voices are a little bit raised and a little bit um you, you, again, you can't figure out what's being said, but you can hear this tension in the air.
2: She's gonna swallow her nerves and uh and back away then, and leave it for another time and head back to the theatre.
0: Okay, so you, you turn away from the door, and um as you're you're making your way out of the church, the um behind you you hear the um the door of the corridor opening and the, the policeman hurries out past you. Um seems to be in a, a big hurry. He he gets outside before you and quickly turns left, uh, sort of away from the entranceway. And as you leave, you can actually hear the sounds of him vomiting.
2: Oh dear. Ugh. So is he ahead, just ahead of me, or?
0: Uh, yes, is, is yeah. Completed? He's he's kind of he's come out of the front door of the church and is sort of headed for oh. the, ne- the nearest flower bed. Almost.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness, Pet, are you all right? <laughs>
0: Oh, I've never seen nothing like that before. Oh.
2: Seen, seen what? What thing have you seen that's driven you th- to that?
0: The, the verger, he's half gone.
2: Oh. The, the
0: what? The mm-hmm. verger, he's m- missing his middle. Oh God!
2: Who's missing their middle?
0: The, the verger, the church, Mr. Wilkins. Oh God. Oh.
2: Uh-oh. What's happened to him? He's... He's... dead?
0: Oh. Yeah, I'd say.
2: Oh my goodness. It was... Is it... Was it an accident? A murder? Or... Oh. All oh, my nerves. I...
0: Oh, I couldn't say miss. I probably shouldn't be saying. Uh Well, uh. ain't no accident taking out the middle foot of a man.
2: Well, maybe maybe we should go back inside and ask the the father the, oh, um, the, to maybe get you a spot of tea or something. Oh,
0: I ain't going back in there. I need this fresh air. Oh, oh, sergeant's gonna have me neck.
2: So he's gonna bed down and like hitch up her her the the bottom of her dress and lift and pull out a little small uh, whiskey vial out of the back of her boot. <laughs> okay. Here. I this is I use these this now and again for my nerves. Just for my nerves. But oh. you you took a spot of that
0: M- much obliged, madam. Oh. He takes a swig. Oh my oh, burns a little bit. Oh. He hands you back the uh, the the flask.
2: Now what's I saw a young girl in there crying as well and she told me that people are are going missing. is, is this true?
0: Oh, well, I probably shouldn't be talking about it, but uh, yeah, it's in the in the first uh, such incident. If you get my meaning.
2: And, and what and what is the advice? What what should we do? What should how should we protect ourselves?
0: I, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, by the looks of things, the verger was inside. Still, sure, we've been telling people stay in your houses, but uh, I don't know what to do. I ain't never seen nothing like this before.
2: Well. I hope you catch whoever it is, and soon. And, and good luck.
0: Oh, thank you, ma'am. I think I'll, I'll just take a take a little bit of extra fresh air. I yes, need to. Uh, I need uh, to cool this in.
2: Yes. I, and I'm I just gonna take forcibly take her bottle back. <laughs> yes, and I, I think um, I, I shall uh, maybe take some of this for my own nerves. And... Good day.
0: Oh, Good, good day, madam. Okay, so what are you thinking?
2: I think seeing that the policeman in front of her was sick over the fact of a dead body and things going on, she doesn't believe that the church has any has any safe refuge to be honest. That's um, fair, adds up. that's probably <laughs>
0: probably a good thought.
2: <laughs> uh, so she's gonna go back towards the theater.
0: Hmm, okay.
2: Okay, that's going to do it for this
0: episode. Uh, We'll be back next week with our very first world-building episode, uh, so be sure to tune in for that. Our next story episode, episode 44, continuing where we left off today, will be available, as usual, in two weeks' time on uh, Thursday the 14th of February. Uh, In the meantime, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we are at PretendWithDice. You can also email us at PretendingWithDice at Outlook.com. Uh, If you're an iTunes user, it'd be really great if you could leave us a rating and review. It all helps us to find new listeners, and we'd really just love to hear what you all think of the podcast. So, for now, that's our show. I hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time.